And that's a wrap on season four of the Target Transfers podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who's tuned in every week to listen to Andy and I. We've had some fantastic guests, including Danielle and Jenna from Styles, Dave from Transfer Express. We've had some of our amazing customers on, including Printing on Sea and 34 North Studio, as well as the guys over at Audius. All we do is Just Hoods. That was a great episode. So until season five drops next week, we're going to take a look at some of the key highlights from the last couple of months. it's been a busy week for us here at target yeah really busy we had the bella canvas launch event here which was the first ever big event in our heat printing innovation center here in braintree so it's really exciting it was so good we had the best day it was very tiring we did two sessions but yeah it was absolutely fantastic to have everyone in the innovation center have everyone together again obviously it's been quite a few months since Printer and promotion the last big yeah, trade show for our industry we had San come down from Bella Canvas who bought all of the new apparel. Rallowise joined us as well. Simon naturally came who has been on the podcast before. And we had Beachfield as well, which was a very, very good mix. I yeah, think. Great to see their hats and their new bag range that they had for, as well for the show. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their stand was fantastic. Yeah. We're really delighted today to be joined by Dave from Transfer Express. Uh, many of you have probably recognised him. I hope some of you have attended his webinars before. And he's one of the uh, leading educators in anywhere, not just in styles and uh, for tea transfers, but for garment decorating in general. Makes me feel like a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> you are a big deal, you are. What's kind of the biggest trend that you're seeing going through Transfer Express at the moment? Ooh, the biggest trend. Well, we've seen kind of like, the, it's always been a big part of our business, but single color artwork. And with our screen printed transfers, it's been kind of the bread and butter that we've been uh, uh, helping decorators with for over 30 years now. Uh, and it seems like now, like simplistic, minimalistic graphics have been huge. Uh, and I mean, I don't want to say exclusively because we've also seen this big uh, kind of shift into digital transfers and uh, full color artwork or at least uh, like gradients and kind of more in that like streetwear style that have been becoming increasingly popular of course then with the uh with the single color stuff with uh quality blanks is really where it's coming from uh eco-friendly or sustainable blanks comfort colors has been huge even to uh see that port and company kind of came out with this whole beach wash line that is that garment dyed kind of aesthetic you have those almost like pale muted colors a little bit uh and couple those with the minimalistic one color print two color prints uh, that's really what's been really, really big. You see it blow up on all the online marketplaces and Etsy and stuff like that. Uh, and even more people now selling on social media, you see a lot of that coming. So that's kind of been the trend that I've at least uh, kept my finger on the pulse. And then of course, tie-dye. Tie-dye has been huge the past year, uh, maybe year and a half. And it seems like it's not going to stop with more suppliers than ever offering tie-dye or the crystal dye garment dyed and that that like kind of like texture okay so you, one of the things i wanted to ask you about though, to know that obviously uh ultra color max is something that's launched um about six months ago probably i think transfer express give or take wasn't it mm -hmm. and it's relatively new in the um in the uk so it's only been here a couple of months but i was hoping you could share a couple of examples of successes you've seen already from 
customers that have started to use this product and now what i absolutely love for it and it is this rev this whole kind of direct-to-film revolution is really opening the doors uh to allow people who have otherwise been intimidated i mean when you talk about the entire heat transfer apparel decorating landscape it can get very confusing there's tons of different options and of course the screen print transfers i absolutely love to really emulate that look and feel of screen printing but if you're coming new to the industry and you you're not used to color counting or paying you know more per color per ink that you're using in your design and then you know you're really eroding any profit margins right off the bat and usually typically you'll see minimum quantities and that's really where the the ultra color max direct film transfers just really come in for the win they're so simple and easy to use uh that the hot peel on them is like effortless i love our screen printed transfers for their easy uh hot peel but the direct to film transfers kind of just really take it that one step up but they are that low barrier of entry and they're getting so many people comfortable with using heat transfers to profit with their business because that's another thing uh is just the simplicity of the pricing simplicity of ordering and just uh the the availability to do jobs that otherwise you would turn away and today we'll be delighted to be joined by adam and adam from printing on sea great holland in essex thank you for inviting us i i always liked the idea of being able to like personalize a t-shirt with whatever i wanted um, when I moved to Frinton, we had a little money left over from my house sale. And I thought, why not just invest it in just a heat press and a cutter and just do vinyl only, like single color, and just go from there and literally just exploded. Because I didn't realize that there's hardly any people in our area that do it. So everyone was having to go quite far out to places like Colchester, Braintree, like, and they're like a good half hour, 40 minute drive. People wanted someone local that they could drive to, pick stuff up and order and things like that. So um, we hit upon a niche accidentally, really. Uh, so when, when you first got started, what was sort of some of the biggest lessons that you learned, some of the biggest mistakes that you like? That was perhaps a, a defining moment for you. Like, <laughs> That's it, it's okay to cry. <laughs> yeah, um, I, had, been, I had a few tears. Been a lot of tears. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, won't won't swear on the podcast but a lot of swearing involved in i spent so much of what probably not spent wasted so much money on cheap product try and get myself different variety of things so like cheaper vinyls that i might have found on ebay and i thought oh do you know what i'm gonna give that a go they don't work as well today we are joined by jenna brand influence manager at style i'm so thrilled to be joining you another thing that we we've kind of touched on already uh but was the upcoming trends for heat printers for coming into 2023 so starting with sustainability um, i feel like that is one of the most important levers that any business can pull at this point our apparel manufacturers are completely shifting we're looking more into water-based solutions so that it's more eco-friendly printable products will eventually reach that point too where it's biodegradable uh, that's definitely going to shape how we're heat pressing in the future um so is there any tips that you can give people if they take their heat press on the road this is actually one of my uh favorite topics because we do continue to see activations emerge in brands we see these brands like levi's 
and Ralph Lauren doing these personalized experience for their customers. And I think the realization here is for our industry is we're capable of doing this too, because a heat press is a small little footprint that you can travel with and take to any event. The reason that this has been so popular is because of the experience of the end customer and really just kind of create that relationship with that person in that moment. They're going to remember you as a brand and it's going to create such a unique experience that they want to go into want to continue to see you at events or do events that you're going to be. Today, Andy and I are joined by Stephen, the founder of Proud and Gifted, a community organization uh, that has a mission to celebrate the achievements of young people. Firstly, thank you for having me. You're more than welcome. Told you before, I was quite surprised. Thanks for coming on. And once you said, no, we want you to come and I was like, wow. I want them to feel special in that moment. I do that purposely so that the spotlight is on them. They deserve it. They deserve it. And young people don't, they don't have to be entrepreneurs. It could be anything. You can have a little, a, a young family member who has been late for school for two terms. Third time, for some odd reason, they've turned it around. That's stuff to celebrate. Like you say, some people's achievements are, they're all different. Believe but me. they're all worth celebrating yeah yeah somebody might think that's not worth celebrating to people like us yes it is mm -hmm. because you, you've turned something around okay so one of the things i wanted to ask you steve is obviously one of the ways that you help um keep the proud and gifted message going the way you help to fund what you do as well is through your own merchandise as well so could you tell us about how you got started and why you chose t-shirt printing as the way to help push the message a bit further even um, the way I learned it, it was on YouTube. I wanted a product and I think the easiest thing is always a t-shirt. This was my original, to me, this is the original logo. I've got another one that's not in a circle, but, but I've done a survey and they prefer the other logo. I was getting it printed by a company at first. Just went to a shop, asked them to do, do a t-shirt. God knows what they gave me back to be honest, but. Then the odd person wanted one. I was thinking, oh, it's a bit, it's not, it's a bit much to charge people considering that I won't make not a pound. So I started to print, took up a lot of time, but it actually felt really good. People were interested in my product. So I've done the first batch. I've given out loads of free t-shirts, mm -hmm. but I chose to. Yeah. I've given out loads of free t-shirts. Second batch came. I just thought, no, it's got to be a better way than this. Again, research, heat press, and I actually purchased it from one of your agents, so to speak. It just became easier on how to print. Today, we have a very exciting guest for you. We have got Danielle, the social media marketing manager for Styles in America. Danielle, thanks for joining us today. How are you? Hi, great. Thanks so much for having me. I'm very excited to talk about this. For anyone that's either has maybe a side hustle or a smaller sort of startup printing business, is there, is there anything that you'd recommend people to do when they first start out in marketing a printing business? I would say the very first thing to figure out is who you're marketing to. Who is your audience, right? So many people say, oh, everybody. And unfortunately, while we want to sell to everybody, it's not always feasible. When you say everybody, are they 13 year olds? I really believe that figuring out who your target market is first is the key. So you can still sell to everybody, but figuring out sort of narrowing down the audience. So is it cheer moms? Is it football players? 
because when you're trying to talk to everybody, you really are talking to nobody. What's important to a football coach is very different than what is important to the cheerleading squad. But what is your favorite channel, Danielle? As a <laughs> no. social media marketing manager, what is your favorite a social media channel? I love Instagram. I just love how visual it is. I love Facebook. It's, you know, it's really been my baby. I've really kind of grown it organically and things like that. But I still love Instagram. There's just, it's a very engaged group of people, which I love. Today we've got Darren back from Squeeze Orange. How are you doing? Back again. Thank back you again. Yeah, and we're just gonna have another chat. Yes, and in particular trends or anything you noticing with full festivals, which is a bit of everything going on. Oh, colours. We're doing a lot of bright colours um, and a lot of bright prints. Bucket hats as well. Like we cannot. Well, I mean, we physically like cannot get bucket hats at the moment. But we've I'm done. I'm not sure how I feel about that trend. You know, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not 100 oh, convinced on the bucket hat thing. No, I mean, I personally would wear one. But um, yeah, we print like thousands of them. But how do you find time to to make sure that your Instagram and Facebook and you know actually still marketing and promoting the business is going on? So that that's that's me on Saturdays and Sundays. Core businesses, we we print t-shirts, we make we we make garments. Um, so that's that's at the forefront of what we do. Anything else I do around that social media side of things is if I go home and want to sit there on my iPad and edit some photos. So photography's always been a hobby for, for me, for yeah. forever, for as long as I can remember. I've had cameras for a long time, always messed about on Lightroom and editing videos and things like that, Final Cut Pro, all of that stuff. Um, so for me, it, it's more of like a switch. Like I, it sounds sad, but for me, sitting there, taking some photos when, the, when no one's in the shop, you know, I sweep the floor, lay all the garments out, and I'll take the photos, I go home and edit them. That's like my therapy. <laughs> that's my that's that's my day off. That's what yeah. That's everyone's oh you're still working. It's not in that that's not work. That's that's just what I enjoy doing. Today we're joined by James and Kirsten from Audis. Uh, all we do is just hoods, just tees, anything and everything, blank apparel. How are you guys? Tired, <laughs> but because we're so busy, to be honest. So um, that's not a complaint. Levers 2023 coming up. It's a big time of year for our customers. And we've teamed up a bit with you guys in terms of the hoodie aspect to give people the complete package if they want to produce levers garments. I just wanted to talk a little bit about that really and give people a bit more insight into the trends for next year. Yeah, I think the GH one's always going to be the most loved for levers because of the colour choice. It gives such a broad scope for people to be a bit more individual, whether it's individual through a class or individual from different schools that all the colours we have it's always going to be a fan favourite things we think are, are starting to come through like GH30 a lot of people are wanting sweats rather than hoodies now GH50 so our zip hoodie it's a bit more of a flexibility garment and then alternatives for people who are really wanting to be a bit different the cross neck so our GH21 it's a bit more fun a bit more grown up and then our GH43 which is our varsity jacket again that's really popular with schools in terms of levers lastly the GH22 which is our tie dye it's been really really popular this year and again it's fun and really youthful so really popular to interleavers the kids don't want just boring they want something interesting they want like i like say the tie-dye ones they want something a bit more fun things like tones and gradients across the text mm -hmm. so picking some darker or lighter garments and just matching the school colors into the actual color so rather than just be like yeah it's just one color on the back it's 20 colors but it's all blended together to match like red and blue for the school or picking something again you know that you could do a pattern with something like that where it's just something a bit more interesting thank you very much uh, we joined by um, 
Kat and Simon from Malawise. So, so thanks very much for joining us today. Really appreciate you coming along. Thanks for having us. In terms of supporting our customers, we're kind of readily on hand and available to help people. So we've got really experienced sales teams. Um, you know, we've got a really wonderful like array of marketing services on the website as well. So we've got a marketing hub. Um, and we've also just launched our new digital lounge. And that's fantastic, especially for new customers who need things like, you know, they can design their own templates for emails and leaflets. There's a whole image bank on there. I think the email thing that you mentioned is really good as well, because a lot of people, I think, struggle with that side of the business sometimes. Like they can post pictures on Instagram and things like that. But when it comes to the more technical side of marketing or putting an email together, it's, oh, what do customers want to see? What shall I include? What's too much? What's too little? And so that's really helpful for a lot of people. It's that, um, you know, you've touched on it yourselves. When you start in a business, you, you're busy, you're trying to get orders, you get an order, where do you buy the garments from? How quickly can you guys produce the transfers? So we sort of see, certainly for newer businesses and some more established as well, being the marketing arm, being the ideas arm, being the PR arm. And if we can help our customers to promote their business and, and their products, um, what's good for them is is good for us. So uh, we feel like we're in it with them. It's not just yeah. a transaction for us. It's more of a relational, uh, a relational sale. Thanks for listening, everyone. Target Transfers Season 5, Episode 1 drops on Thursday, the 24th of November at 11.30am. It's available on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and all of your favorite streaming platforms. But until then, make sure you subscribe and we'll see you next week.